Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to another uh, Power Hour this morning. We've got a special guest here. We cannot wait to jump in this morning because today is a little bit special. So if you've joined us before, welcome back to Power Hour. And if it's your first time, welcome to Power Hour because this is where we have a quick mini masterclass on topics of all kinds. So we've covered all kinds of things from leadership to sales to public speaking and now the travel industry and really helping your business thrive despite insurmountable challenges. So today we are so excited to have Alex with us. And if you're joining us, please let us know where you're tuning in from. We would love to see where you are tuning in from this morning, whether it be Facebook or LinkedIn or over on YouTube. So <clears throat> without further ado, Today is a little bit special because we are going to condense our power hour into 30 minutes. And here's what we're thinking. We're going to condense it to 30 minutes so we can get all of those pearls of wisdom up on the first 30. And then the second 30, we're going to turn it over to you because we want to be we want this to be a time, a full hour of not only learning these great ideas but also implementing. So, if you're joining us for the first 30, welcome whether you're live, let us know where you're at. If it's a replay, let us know that too. And also, the last 30, take some action today. So, whatever you learn, it's time to put it into play. So, good morning. I see we've got some folks tuning in from uh, New York over on LinkedIn and uh, good morning everybody here in Power Hour. How are are you doing? I'm going to uh, toss it over to Matt first. What's going on on your side of the country? Good morning, Claire. Thank you. I appreciate that. What's going on on my side of the country? <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> I'm still trying to flooding. So that's always an interesting thing to do. Um, but no, things are good. Uh, we were very fortunate with the flooding. We didn't get it as bad as, as some. We still had some damage, but we're getting through that. Um, so yeah, all in all, it's been good. Um, for those of you that don't know, my name is Matt Zahn. Um, I show people how to persuade with power through the art of strategic storytelling. I do that through workshops and through coaching. Um, I'm interested to hear from Alex today because prior to COVID, my entire business model was made up of in-person events. So Alex, I'm sure you could speak more to that. I'm, as many people know, in-person events took a major hit with COVID. Um, so I'm very interested to hear your story, Alex, and, and process through that with you. So it's good to be here and I will turn it over to Dan. Good morning, everyone. Claire uh, also forgot to mention that um, it's back to school for kids. So that's part of the reason why we have to um, shorten hours up because especially since we're all in different time zones. So it makes logistics a little bit complicated. Mm -hmm. That's so true. <laughs> but, that's so true. Good point. <laughs> but uh, if you don't know me, I'm Dan Mott. I am a LinkedIn consultant. I help you build your business on LinkedIn through consulting or sorry, through coaching courses and other free resources. Erin, um, up to you. We're going around the robin. Ah, I love this. I just really, we need to do like a little Brady Bunch uh, commercial. <laughs> yes. like, one of our promos will just be like looking at each other on our squares. Maybe handing each other something. You know? um, yes. <laughs> so I'm Erin. So I uh, run Muscle Creative. So I help small and medium business owners. Um, uh, make their copy into an actual conversation with their audience. So they're connecting. And um, I like to say they turn their audience into heart-eyed 
uh, customers um, that keep coming back because they're part of the conversation with the company. And I do that through my email ally, monthly membership and one-on-one -on -one right with you sessions. I am over the moon happy to have Alex uh, here with us today. So <clears throat> Alex and I have known each other for um, a few years now. And um, mostly I would say, I mean, we live in the same area, but I think mostly I would say because of business, because we're women in business um, here in the Austin uh, area. And um, and it, she's just been so instrumental in our area and supporting other women, you know, um, their growth in their business um, as she grows her own. And um, she has been in the travel industry for really as long as I've known her, um, running her own travel business. And just to see like, uh, like the hit that she and her business took with um, with COVID, and then um, how she's like shifted um, and 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 coming back from that. So Alex, we're so super happy to have you here. Thank you for taking the time, and we're so excited to hear um, hear your story, man. <laughs> it's like, pretty incredible. <laughs> well, um, it's it's definitely been interesting. I have to say, it hasn't been easy. Um, you know, everything was going great. I um, I had some family issues the year before, and so I was like, okay, I'm gonna pound this out. I'm gonna get into this business. Like, I'm gonna focus. That's gonna be my whole thing. This new coming year, 2019. Um, I joined a networking group. I started a networking group. I was like, I am in. You know, things were going great, booming, and then started hearing rumors. And then, of course, as you know, everything sort of shut down. And our business basically became canceling. So that was all we were doing. You know, we were um, trying to get suppliers were trying to figure this out. We were trying to figure this out. We're trying to get, make our clients happy. They're trying to keep their money. You know, it was so it was a big struggle for a while there. Um, and we basically were, you know, we make money when we our clients travel. So we mm -hmm. basically were working for free for a number and number of months. Um, so that was really hard for sure. And so um, we just thought this would be a, a few months. I mean, as most of you probably did. We just thought and that. Alex, um, when did you find out about COVID? Like, did you find out earlier? Because most of us found out in, well, you had little maybe inklings here and there, but March was like really when everyone in the U.S. was just like, whoa, this is happening. Mm -hmm. um, well, yeah, you, because. Was it more serious for you before that or kind of take us back to that? Kind of, yeah. I mean, I, February because you know we have to follow this stuff so much and we're worried about you know our clients traveling somewhere and we have to be aware of what's going on in other parts of the country you know with italy being hit so hard as they were um yeah. we were like you know there's no way that this is not going to affect us in some way um granted we didn't think it would be hit as hard but a lot of us have i mean my business was focused on europe so yeah i was definitely mm -hmm. following all of that and and having to make cancellations probably earlier than you guys had found out about it yeah yeah that's what I figured. That's so true. Yeah. 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 I know we, um, uh, I was wondering too, if you could just tell us a little bit about, you know, how you got into the business that you're in and, uh, because for the folks that we've got and good morning, everybody, we've got Steve in the chat. Great to see you guys. We've got people from all over the U S Christine and Brian, um, Josh, great to have you with us and Mike too. Thanks so much for joining everybody. So can you tell us a little bit more about your business and what you were doing before, you know, the pandemic hit? Um, my, you know, I started out about six years ago, um, and I had been in the business way, way, way long ago, you know, then the internet kind of took over and I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of this. I'm going to do some other things. And then, um, we lived in Destin, the economy hit really bad. And then we had the oil spill. So we moved away, moved to Austin and I was mm -hmm. like, you know, I got to find this new path. And 
I had always wanted to get back into it. And when, you know, so I, I dipped my toes a little bit in to see what the new business was like. And I was just like head first, you know, let's do this. I love this. Let's do it again. I mean, this is my passion. So, yeah. So six years ago and I was focusing on um, a lot of random stuff, couldn't really decide where I wanted to base my focus on. And so I tended to lean. I love doing the European itineraries. It's a lot to put together. It's a lot of fun to do and people get super excited about it. And it's pretty, a lot of people can't do it. I mean, there's a lot involved in it. So that was mm -hmm. sort of where my passion lied and that's where I focused. And so that was, you know, the first hit and the hardest hit. So, you know, that's been, that's definitely been something I've had to pivot on for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you found yourself like super busy <laughs> during the beginning of the pandemic, but not in the way that you would want to be. Right. So I can imagine, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, you're just, everyone's coming to you probably with questions of like, what the heck's going on? Like, what do you know, you know, um, combined with, because you probably have people who weren't even traveling, asking you questions like what's happening, Alex, like what's happening with travel? Can I travel in a few months? Um, and then your current clients, yeah, you're just like canceling and like, how is that? Cause you have to go to all of these third-party services vendors i'm assuming and can't everyone has different policies and you know it's probably a nightmare yeah know, some were a little more reasonable than others <laughs> um you know they were trying to make sure that their business was saved which is understandable i mean they don't want to you know lose their business while we're trying to make our customers happy um what one of the best things that i have is a big support team behind me i'm part of a consortia called signature travel network and they're amazing they really do so much for us and so when we ever had any trouble getting a refund or working with a supplier you know we kind of got with them and they helped us out a lot they stepped in for us and said hey you know what's going on how can we fix this blah 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 so it wasn't mm -hmm. luckily for me i have a big i have a big group behind me helping me out so that helped a lot and did you ever think like, oh gosh, just forget it? <laughs> like oh, I'm seeing sure. switching <laughs> industries. Like. <laughs> <clears throat> many, many times, believe you me. So I, the funny thing is, is I was like, okay, well, this is a great opportunity. I really don't like my website. It was just sort of a generic website with the company. And I was like, all right, this is going to be my opportunity. We're going to build a website. So by the time I get the website done, everything will be back to normal and I'll be set and ready to go. And so that was kind of my like, well, I just built a website. I can't quit now. You know? <laughs> At least you had something yeah. there to like hold you accountable to, to sticking <laughs> <Right>. with it. <laughs> so, so what happened like, right? Because there's definitely that that kind of moment where it's just like, all right, this is clearly happening and we need to deal with okay. it. So what was kind of like that? Walk us through like that that feeling that that like that first day, that first week of when you realized that there was going to be a major shift happening to your business, to the industry, to the world. Like what what were some of the, like some of the first steps that you you decided to take? Well, there's um, a bunch of us in a group, uh, and other agents and so forth, and and so we thought, okay, this is just going to be a couple months. And my one of my friends' mm -hmm. husbands was in the government, and he was like, this was back in April, and it, her trip was supposed to be in August, and she was just like my husband keeps saying I should cancel this trip. I'm like, no, don't cancel your trip. It's going to be fine. There's no way it's going to last that long. So yeah, when we, I mean, we were, I think we were in denial for a while there um, thinking that. And so, yeah, when we saw it just going on and on and on, I think we sort of, you know, it was a lot of learning about being prepared when things did open up, learning about the new restrictions, learning about, you know, more about us travel, People were wanting to go more in the U.S., so let's, let's focus on that. It was just a lot of shifting our mindset and getting prepared for when things did open up, honestly. 
Sure. So you had mentioned August. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing you mean August 2020, not 2021, because we're past August 2021. Right. And it's still an issue. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Um, that, was that first, sorry, that first year was like. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm with you. So I, I, I'm interested to hear your perspective on what's happening now. So I, I do a lot of traveling myself. I do a lot of speaking engagements, uh, primarily within the U.S. right now with, with everything going on. And it's interesting to see how every state and every region really is, is handling this differently. Um, some areas, it's almost as if COVID doesn't exist and some areas are, are very restrictive still. So what, what are you thinking or feeling um, as we go into, well, I guess we're a week into September. How do you feel with September 2021? Do you think things are gonna continue to open back up? Are you hopeful? Where, where do you stand right now? I um, I know that they are still having meetings. I mean, we're still having meetings. I, I know that uh, there's another consortium that already had their meeting. They they limited the number of people. Um, we're still having our meeting in Vegas in November. So um, I feel like things are starting to get back to normal. I mean, I, I think we're at the point with the vaccinated versus unvaccinated sure. um, at this point. So I, I think things are starting more companies are starting to have in-person events. Um, our suppliers are coming back. Um, and starting doing in-person meetings again. I have one next week. So I think things are getting there slowly but surely, but um, I think everybody's ready for it. And we're kind of just like, let's let's keep pushing forward, so. I've got, um, so Alex, I work primarily with job seekers and, um, you know, <clears throat> everything has been shifted under a job seeker's Feet, right. So from opportunities that are available to ways that you find opportunities and everything in between. So I'm curious as far as, you know, being able to. So what's neat about it is, you know, anybody who's pivoting. So anybody who's on this right now, if you're pivoting industries right now, it's a perfect time to do it because companies are now wise to the fact that things and business have to be done differently. So I'm curious to hear your perspective on how you feel your business has to be done differently now in light of all of these new, um, you know, hoops, all of these new check boxes that there are when you're making these travel plans. So, so maybe what did your planning look like before and what does it look like now and how has it changed? How has it had to have changed? Um, Zoom has become my best friend, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of kind of over it, but I think it is what it is at this point. Um, and you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of tire kickers more than there used to be, and, and by that I mean people reaching out, wanting something, and then backing off. Okay, well, I'm not ready to do that yet, or you know that sort of thing. So I think you know a lot of us have have implemented fees now that that um, especially with the cancellations and we weren't making money for so long. So I know a lot of mm -hmm. us have implemented fees and that's a big, a big step for many of us because we were always like, you know, we're not, we don't charge extra. We just, we do all this as our service type of thing. But yeah, I mean, it, it is a service and we, with all the training that we have to do now and all the staying on the ball with all the changes and everything and, and making sure that our clients are prepared and ready even before they go with all the, mm -hmm forms and whatever. So yeah, I, I think a big part is we all are starting to, to realize how important and I think the the outside is starting to realize how important we are um, in in getting travel going, you know, and getting travel going again and making sure people are safe. Yeah, absolutely. And how absolutely. did you 
so like you know, as Claire and Matt were saying, like there's so many people out there who like have had to shift <clears throat> in their careers. <clears throat> excuse me, or, um, you know, they've been impacted by COVID in different ways. And it's like, it's hard to keep your head in the game. Like you were saying, you're like, I just, I was pumped. I'm doing this. And then like th this happened. And then I was like, okay, you know, like, what's my, what's my next move? You know? And you're like, well, I have this new website. So I got to <laughs> keep it going. But, um, <laughs> I know, dang it. but like, so what would you say to people? Like, how did you, how did you keep going? Like, how did you keep that momentum going? How did you keep your head straight? Um, you know, as I think for a lot of people, it's that mindset. It's like, how do I keep pushing just one foot in front of the other? So kind of, mm -hmm. how did you keep yourself on track that way? Um, part of it was we did still have um, supplier like conference, not conferences, more so like, you know, you'd have appointments. Gosh, why can't I think of the word? Anyway, we had appointments. And so I had a number of those throughout. And so that would get me excited again. And that would get me thinking, mm -hmm. okay, I have this client, you know, before, and I think they would be really interested in this, or I really want to focus on this or that sort of thing. So I think that helped. And I also have a really good support system, honestly, like I said, with Signature, but also my friends, my other agent friends, you know, one of us would get down and we would um, you know, say, I, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. And then everybody would be like, no, no, we're going to get through, you know? So we, I, I think yeah. that helped a lot supporting each other. And, you know, luckily for us, none of us were really down on the same day. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think staying in it um, really helped staying with the conferences and meeting with suppliers and doing different zooms with people. And I, I did a couple zooms, um, with things for my clients. So I think trying to just stay in the, in the middle of it um, really helped a lot. It sounds like mm -hmm. staying connected was huge, right? Because yes. it's, it's so easy anyway, as an entrepreneur to feel like you're siloed and, and on your own, yeah. but then especially during COVID when it was like hashtag alone together, you know, and it's like, right. you're just kind of like, oh my gosh, yeah. you know, so it sounded like you were really smart in that you were like, I'm going to keep talking to clients. I'm going to keep going mm -hmm. to these, you know, virtual appointments. I'm going to stay connected, um, you know, and even if people don't have a built-in support system like you did, there's like Facebook groups and networking, you know, virtual networking things that people can get um, involved in. Because some industries are still being impacted, especially with the Delta variant and everything. And so it's it's important mm -hmm. to remember that, you know, just to have that that connection. And and also it sounds like you were you were looking toward the future. You weren't looking at just today, because if you looked at just that day, oh my gosh, how depressing, <laughs> you know, so well, you were like, course, you know, some days you had those sure. days, of course, right. but yes. Yes. realistically, right. for sure. But I think I love that you brought that up. It's like, we're going to prepare for the future. So now, okay, so <clears throat> things have changed. So now how do we have to adapt? We have to learn the new restrictions. We have to, you know, to be ready for when things come back. So you, you focused on the future and, and, and that, and then also you stayed connected. And I think those two things are key. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did. I, I did forget to mention Facebook. That's huge because there's a lot of travel agent groups. And so, yeah, that mm -hmm. helped a lot, too. And hearing other people saying things and, you know, I'm really struggling right now or, you know, I've had a lot of whatever. Just knowing you're not the only one dealing with certain things really helped a lot. For sure. Yeah. You know, what's been an interesting trend that we see with a lot of business owners like yourself and, and folks who come on here is talking about, you know, not only gathering that tribe around you to support and learn from as you grow through your business, which is really actually how Power Hour got its start. You know, we were a group of entrepreneurs who knew that it was better to go forward together in business than alone. 
for many reasons and the pandemic being just one of them. But one thing that I've really been struck by, by our guests too, is that many of them have a routine in the morning, like a, a literal morning routine or some sort of mental toughness um, practice that they use. In fact, Dan, maybe Dan, if you wanted to share yours, I remember we were talking about this Gosh, a few months ago, and I was so impressed that you've been doing this for so long. And for me, it was a bit of a newer idea this year, but it's really made a difference. So, Dan, do you want to share a little bit about what that, what your morning routine is like, and what it's done for you? Yeah, it's it's pretty intense, and I've been working on it for years, and it's and it's always evolving. And I mean, even too with having Lily and her starting daycare in the last week, like I'm going through another transition right now where I'm still trying to figure it out. I'm like, all right, well my timing now has to change and my activities have stayed the same, but like how in the order in which I do them and stuff, but it's really focused around really my physical and mental health, um, running, stretching, meditating, uh, journaling. So, um, like a lot of like creative stuff, a lot of just kind of focusing on really kind of the, the solid, like having a good foundation today, which I think is really important. And it's funny. Cause like, if we're, you know, if I have a short day or, you know, we're trying to get out of the house early so then that way we can do stuff and I'm busy with work, I'll still do all these things in the morning. And my wife's like, why do you prioritize those things? Like, why don't you just get more work done? So you can like feel better about it. And I'm like, no, because I'm actually, when I do, when I take the time to do those things and I set myself up for success, I'm much more productive when I'm doing the work. And it helps me make sure that I'm focused on the right things, uh, you know, like as opposed to just kind of maybe wasting time working on the wrong activities that aren't actually gonna move the needle for me or my business, so. Sure. Mm -hmm. Dan, I really like a word that you mentioned, which is the creative part, right? To, to get your mind in a creative state. And we're talking about challenging experiences that happen in business. And often when we get hit with those challenges, we can either focus on being critical or focus on being creative. I was actually talking to Aaron yesterday and I was going through some challenges that I'm currently going through on, with, in business now due to the Delta variant. And I was talking with Aaron about different systems that I'm actually in the process of creating now due to that challenge that I never would have had to have done before. And it's leading to a heck of a lot more creativity. When I look back over my business in the last year, year and a half, the amount of creativity, the amount of systems and formulas and everything that I put into place that I never would have even thought of prior to COVID has been invaluable to my business. So for anyone listening, I would challenge you that when you do get hit with obstacles, you can either focus on being critical or you can focus on being creative. And like Dan had mentioned, that creativity is not only gonna get you to a survival point, but it's gonna get you to a thriving point. Mm -hmm. that's, such a good point. That's, a, such a, that's such a great point. And that would be a really terrific um, action item for today too. And Matt, if there's anybody I know that can turn a ridiculously tough situation into a positive, it's you. <laughs> and so thank you for sharing that. I think that's brilliant. Um, I, I see Josh also mentioned a, a question for you, Alex. He says he travels to Asia twice per year as part of relationship fostering with his supply partners. So it's been two years since he's been there and he was wondering if you have any insights or trends toward international travel, getting back to normal-ish. Um, not normal-ish. I feel like um, things are starting to change again. Um, mm -hmm. I know a couple countries are saying, you know, what if you are vaccinated, then you have to be vaccinated within 270 days. You know, there's sort of a whole thing now everybody's different. Um, I think Asia definitely has still been the hardest to get into. Um, 
but there's, a, I mean, I hate to say it, there's a trend towards you have to be vaccinated to really do anything at this point mm -hmm. over there. Um, you have, if not, you have to be tested consistently. So I think mm -hmm. that um, it's still going to be a struggle for a little while, for sure. I mean, I don't see us like we can't even get into Australia, New Zealand, and I don't see that happening until at least the third quarter of next year, maybe. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's still going to be a struggle for a little while, definitely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, you know, it's the new reality, right? We're all just sort of seeing how we can adapt and be chameleons in this new time so that we can move forward with whatever circumstances there are, because there will be challenges, right? All, always to travel, to business, um, to personal development. And so what do, what do you do with that? You know, and how do you move forward? Mm -hmm. Yeah, each country is making their own I mean, the EU is basically set up so that most of those countries are deciding on, on each individual country's plan. So mm -hmm. that's another thing. You know, it's, you know, what Italy says is not what France is going to say. So that's a that's a whole other concept, too. Mm -hmm. I think, Claire, you bring up a good point there, right? Like that COVID is the, the obvious kind of like massive obstacle that so many of us have had to change that have had to face. But there's always going to be right. Like whether it's for all of us or just us personally, based on our industry, based on our, where we live, based on whatever. Um, I mean, you, you look at like, you know, what happened to Matt last week where he had to, you know, shut down for a day, a couple of days to just really kind of focus on getting his house back together. And, yeah. um, you know, within the past year, I completely had to change my business model, not because of COVID, but because of the way that LinkedIn is evolving. And I, I couldn't offer the same services that I was doing back then. So, I think, you know, like being able to see the trends or see things happening and then being able to prepare for them is, is really critical. Um, like for me, I completely had to change my business model. I started selling different services and I, I started going, you know, my whole my entire go to market strategy completely changed as a result. So, Alex, I was just wondering from like more of a logistical standpoint, like in terms of like being able to generate revenue or the way that you ran your business outside of just like the networking and community, like. Did you make any changes to kind of be able to say like, all right, well, you know, like, how are we going to, how are we going to respond to this? How are we going to evolve as a business? Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely focused on selling a lot more United States than I have ever before. Um, I, I know a lot of suppliers have started, um, started that because it was hard to do before. There were not a lot of suppliers offering us packages to the U.S. And, and a lot of other, you know, one of my favorite European suppliers has pivoted to sell a lot more United States um packages. And so I, you know, I was always a Costa Rica expert. And so I, I really dug down and, and I went for a week and, and did a whole lot of um, traveling around just on my own to see about that. And so I feel like I, this, I, I mean, like I said, Europe was my focus. And so I had to kind of pivot and, and change and see what, okay, what's going to work now? What can I do now? And so, you know, the places that people could get into and the places that people could travel was just where, you know, we sort of turned our focus. Um, so we're coming up on the 30 minute mark. Um, so more into the implementation mode. So before we go though, um, Alex, tell us where uh, people can find you online and, you know, if there's any resources you might have to, you know, for, to get, for people to get more information about navigating travel right now too. Sherpa. If I have to say anything, Sherpa. They have the best information on what the different countries are doing, what the requirements are. I mean, that's where a lot of us go to look up things. So Sherpa is a great link for that. Um, I have it on my on my um, signature, actually, in my emails. So 
it's my website is adventuresbyalex.com um, and everything else, my Facebook, my Instagram, all that is adventuresbyalex.com. So I, I try to keep up with as much as I can on Facebook um, as far as letting people know what's going on. And obviously they can always email me. Um, it's alex at adventuresbyalex.com to get more information um, if they have questions, uh, you know, any anything like that. So I'm always here to help do what I can. Awesome. No, that's awesome. And um, I saw a question coming in from Steve, which I think we covered, but do you see travel getting easier for those of us in the U.S. going to Europe? And it just sounds like it's a country by country basis. And you're just kind of, we're just learning as we go um, as far as what, uh, you know, their, their restrictions are. So um, exactly. Uh, is there, what's the, what's the easiest European country to travel to right now? Would you say from the U.S.? Um, as far as, you know, mainly if you're vaccinated, they're all, most of them are pretty easy. Um, okay. They're requiring, and even in the country, they're requiring, you know, to go to museums, that sort of thing. They want to see that you're vaccinated. Okay. Um, so, I mean, Italy is definitely, I'd say, is one of the easier ones to get to. Um, I think, oh, you know, Spain's pretty good. So, yeah, it's it's just, I mean, the, the, the final answer is pretty much if you're vaccinated, it, it, it's kind of easy at this point. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Well, I thank you, Alex. This has been incredible. And um, Claire popped your website and email into the chat. Um, so people will we'll include it on our wrap up and, and our links and when we post the recording and everything. So, and Sherpa, great. I will check that website out as well. Um, so gosh, this has been a really fun hour, uh, half hour, I keep saying hour, fun half hour. Mm -hmm. So now, so now uh, everybody has the fun of um, for the next 30 minutes or so to implement kind of like what Alex has has shared, you know, like when you're hitting obstacles and I love Matt, how you are, how you put it, you know, it's like, you look at it as it's, it's, it's look at the creative solutions to um, obstacles that hit you. So um, I had a great time. Thank you so much, Alex. Thank you. I've enjoyed it a lot. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Alex. Hey, Matt, um, before we go, would you mind kind of restating really quick what that exercise could be so people can kind of dive into that here? Sure, I, I recommend people look at the challenge that they have and you can either focus on the critical aspects of that, how it's hurting your business, or you can focus on the creative. What can you do to not only survive now, but also thrive in the future? So what kind of systems, what kind of formulas, what kind of habits can you start putting in place that you can overcome that? Uh, the app that I use is I will pull it up here. Way of life is what I use. So basically I've built an entire formula uh, to tie back to what Dan said, all the habits that he's created. Um, I track all my habits in way of life. And then what I do is every single day I have to hit certain habits to get me to a certain point in my business from a goal perspective. So I recommend people check out that app and they set different systems in place to not only survive, but also to thrive. No, I love that. Awesome. And and per Alex, stay connected, stay connected as she did. Like look for different groups and networking groups to be a part of, and focus on the future. Right? What's the next right best thing that you can do? Right. So, Definitely. awesome. Great. So fun. Loved it. Um, and um, thank you to everyone who popped in live and a bunch of people will stream it as well. And uh, I guess we will see everybody uh, next week. Perfect. See you next week. Bye. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Have a great day. Thanks, Alex. Thanks. Bye. Bye.